Hi everybody, welcome to episode 12 of the Katie and Ryan Show. How's it going, Katie? Not too bad, Ryan. It's You'd... a beautiful day outside, only 110 degrees. 110, that's it? Only? That's it. It's chilly. Chilly <laughs> outside. It's I think a chilly, I might get a hot latte. Chilly July day. Anywho, so episode 12 today, we're going to be talking about finding the right agent. And that's a very hot button topic in the real estate industry. There's so many agents out there, so many different types, special, specializing on different things and just niches. niches totally. So it can get kind of confusing. And so we're hoping to give a little clarity to that. Right. And everyone's grandpa is an agent. Everyone's grandpa? Well, isn't it usually everyone's mom, but just trying to switch it up a little bit. How about niece, nephew, dog walker? Sure. Everyone <laughs> is an agent now. And how are you supposed to know who to pick? So we're going to dive into that and hopefully by the end of this podcast you have a better idea of who should I choose and where should you should point your finger to. Exactly. But before we do that, we wanted to give you a market update. And in San Bernardino County, the median sales price is at 345000 which is a 6.5% increase. And in Riverside County, our median sales price is up to $373,000, an increase of 5.1%. And also keep in mind when we talk about increases, we're talking about the past month. So that's you. So that's a pretty nice, healthy market. The yeah. price is moving up, ticking up. Hot, 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 just like outside. And also letting you guys know that overall inventory is starting to creep up a little bit too, which is also a good sign for a healthy market. People want to have houses to buy. Yeah, that's <laughs> always seems to be a problem. Yeah. So we're having a little bit more inventory. Hopefully the prices uh, are still affordable. A sliver more of inventory. It's like, hmm, instead of three pennies, I have four now. <laughs> Someone get in my help my checking account, please. <laughs> Anywho, so we're going to dive right into our topic, and it's choosing the right real estate agent. So there's so many different things you could look into as far as finding the right agent. But we're going to start off with just a general idea of someone who's knowledgeable about the no local market. And that sounds very like, well, duh. Right, but, but you'd be surprised. Yeah. When, when I was actually looking at properties, initially when I was buying a house, when I wasn't a real estate agent... <laughs> Uh, we were looking at Redlands, and our agent's like, yeah, this is Riverside County. And I'm like, hmm, actually, it isn't Riverside County. Actually, no. So, yeah, that, that's kind of a very important thing. You want to make sure you find someone who works in the area, potentially even lives in the area. Right, knows what the heck. good spots. Oh, yeah, totally. And because, especially if they live in the area, they're going to know what the market's like. At least they should. <laughs> right, absolutely. You want someone who is geographically competent, can speak with confidence about the neighborhood and communities you're looking at, and you want someone who's really going to know the area, which sounds, again, sounds simple, but you'd be surprised at how many out-of-area agents there are showing homes in Redlands. Oh, yeah, totally. When we see signs, and they're like, wait, that, they're from, like, they're Los like, Angeles. like, this is a 760 number? <laughs> uh, hmm, they don't belong here. <laughs> So yeah, very important. Find someone who knows the market, even potentially lives there, or just works in there and, and does volume in the area and knows what they're talking about. Right. And you also want someone who's going to answer their phone. Oh, whoa, whoa, Which, whoa, whoa, whoa. surprise, is actually hard to come by now these days. <laughs> You're, you want too much now, Katie. <laughs> I know. Well, keep in mind that realtors, as crazy as our day-to-day -day can be, they should always be available for their clients. Um, whether that's phone, text, whatever you prefer, WhatsApp, you know, Snapchat, yeah, like however you choose to communicate, just make sure that they are available and they are answering your questions. Definitely. And this is also a good thing to set expectations to, you know, initially with your agent that, hey, 
you know, I'm best with text messaging or right. I'm best with phone calls or I'm best with Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp, like Katie said. Um, and that goes both ways between the agent and the and the client. Um, and then Katie and I speak from experience because, you know, yeah, this is obviously geared a little more towards the consumers that listen to our podcast, but know that when it comes to like dealing with agents, it's something we, Katie and I do on a daily basis and you'd be surprised how poor communication can get at times. Yeah. Um, so you want to make sure that you're you're getting the best you can from your agent as far as communication all the time. Right. And when you're interviewing agents, pay attention to them following up, to them responding to you, because that's mm-hmm. going to be a huge indication of how they're going to treat you during the transaction. And be realistic about it as well. Don't expect, you know, if someone, you know, agents are out, they're showing houses, they're on the phone, they're emailing people in meetings throughout the day as well. So don't get angry pitchforks and torches. They didn't respond within two minutes of my call. Right. So, but yeah, just in general, be, be aware, I think is an important thing in, in regards to communication. So another thing that's a big issue with choosing the right real estate agent is professionalism. So a lot of agents out there have very, a very professional demeanor. They know how to convey the client's wants, desires in a professional manner. So... Sometimes a client can, you know, get a obviously house buying or house selling is a very emotional thing. Right. So there can be emotions. Um, emotions can be very present. Heightened. Oh, heightened. Yeah, that's a nice <laughs> way to put it. Um, when a client is communicating to an agent, but it's up to the agent to be the professional filter when, you know, making the, need, the needs known to the rest of the, uh, the other party or the other vendors in the transaction. And you'd be surprised um, that sometimes that professionalism can wane a little bit. Have you have any any examples of stories, Katie, where professionalism is kind of thrown to the wayside? I was going to make a farting sound, but sure. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, oftentimes I find that professionalism um, and really kind of being humble kind of go hand in hand. Definitely. Um, you have some agents, just like any other human beings, who maybe they're struggling with their ego, meaning um, that they are leading more with their intense confidence yeah. than they are with their um, with their brain and mm-hmm. logic. Um, and so sometimes we'll see some someone who has an overinflated ego act some and act um, completely unprofessional. And they do that by getting hot headed, mm-hmm. um, you know, not taking something seriously when it should be taken seriously. Um, so those are just examples of some kind of lack of professionalism that I've seen. Definitely. And from the client's perspective, you know, you want to make sure that if you see some type of unprofessional behavior from the get-go initially, right. uh, that's not a good sign for the rest of the transaction because the initial part of the transactions when things are pretty, at least as calm as the waters are going to be, right. you know, you're, you're talking about services, setting expectations. It shouldn't be, really be a, a time where professionalism wanes a bit right so keep that in mind and also another thing too is there's a difference between being assertive and being aggressive and I've had experiences when I've dealt with aggressive individuals on the other end and it's not fun for anyone uh, so you just want to make sure that your the agent you choose um, is gonna just do you right right and um, you know a lot of these are very obvious but we just want to bring your awareness um, so upfront and honest, you know, you don't want someone who's going to give you these weird guarantees that you feel bad about mm-hmm. and you kind of have to feel this person's energy. And if you feel that they're maybe 
withholding something or maybe mm-hmm. they're not being upfront about their fees or their commission, Correct. that's when you're going to run into issues because as a transaction begins and continues, it's only going to get more complicated. Yeah, definitely. And it, it's, a de- it's another case of setting expectations and being right. clear with the client from the get-go. And so many times, you know, agents, there's topics agents don't want to brush on with their clients, whether, like you just said, Katie, commission is a huge one. Right. And guess what? It's going to get covered eventually, whether they like it or not. So it's better to deal with it up front. Right. Um, Honesty is such a, it seems so simple. (laughs) It really does. But uh, just like in any field, there's people who are unhonest and not as trustworthy as you would like. So, you know, from the client's perspective, if an agent you feel like they're not being you know forthright with you from initially be a little weary of that to say the least so another thing is being a, you want to get an agent who's seasoned who knows what they're doing who's not a fresh off the block there is definitely something to be said for the the growing pains that you learn as a real estate you know the things you learn as a real estate agent yes and i will say this the number of rotations around the sun does not qualify someone. There are some agents who have been agents for 30, 40, 50 years. And I know some agents who are in, you know, in the field five years that could do a way better job than them. Right. It just depends. It's so case by case. You know, a lot of people like to kind of look at the younger realtors and discount them because, again, they haven't had as many rotations around the sun. But you really, what you want to focus on is how many units have they sold and units meaning how many transactions have they had because that is the ultimate telling of mm-hmm. experience as opposed to I've been a realtor for 20 years but they only done 10 transactions Correct. you know part time so, right exactly so um, don't discount someone just because of their age you want to really get into the nitty-gritty ask them you know how many units have you been involved with how many transactions because that's the ultimate teacher definitely and don't be afraid to ask for example, if your house has solar, ask the agent, have you dealt with a, a transaction with solar before right. or with a, a hero lien on oh, the house those or fun. those are totally fun. Yeah. Or if just don't be afraid to ask. There's, you know, agents learn on experience. It's not just reading books and going to seminars or no. whatever else. It's, yeah. a, it's about being in the trenches and doing what you got to do. And so I would put a lot more weight in an agent who's done know 20 transactions and you know in the, in the last year rather than someone who's just kind of part-time but done it has done it like every so often do 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 right exactly so another thing too is you want someone who is an agent that you want an agent that's tech, you know competent when it comes to technology um fax machines are pretty old school um, yeah so the fact that you're taking important i'm emphasizing the t important information and putting it into this machine, hitting a phone number and saying, I hope it sends, is not really how you should conduct a business. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it seems simple again, but, you know, I've had, I've had agents ask me, oh, can you fax this to me? And I'm just like, uh, sure. What's like, a I, fax? Can do- <laughs> I mean, I can, sure. I could always fax something. I could probably scan it and email it about 20 times easier, faster. Right. And, and it's more secure. Safer. Yeah, and yeah. It's, I have more of an easier way to. I guess confirm that it's been sent right then a fax machine and some weird beeping noises yeah um if you know it might as well be asking me to do a carrier pigeon with a floppy disk or a telegram oh, sometimes geez. that's a little extreme <laughs> but we just there's good ways to send important documents and there's not 
so good ways to send important documents. So fax machine, if they deal solely with fax, just know it's going to be a little bit slower of a transaction. There may be some missing documents. <laughs> I'm picturing like a covered wagon going across oh, the desert. Now we're I need really to send you. Ourselves. I need to send you the escrow instructions. No, we don't do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, just make sure they're technologically technologically savvy. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, they don't need to be selling your house on Snapchat per se, but. You also want to really make sure that they know kind of where the attention of the consumer is and that they're marketing your property on those avenues. And this is a case where, in general, finding an agent, you can get very severe tunnel vision when it comes to it. But I would have the approach you have the approach no different if you're finding someone else, like a vendor, a contractor, or something for your property. or uh, You just want someone who knows what they're doing that gives you the right feel. You feel... Right. You have... You know, maybe not necessarily the warm and fuzzies with them at the end of the day, but you know that they're going to take care of you and you feel confident in their abilities. Right. And don't be afraid to interview more than one. Yeah, totally. It's, I would say, I would recommend it. And some agents are like, whoa, Ryan, you're telling me to interview other agents. I'm like, yeah, because I'm pretty confident that I'm going to do a pretty kick butt job. Right. For you. If agents are confident in their own abilities, they're not going to have an issue with you interviewing other agents. Exactly. Sometimes you'll, you'll see that they mention, oh, I want to interview other agents and you can tell that. Some other people could get like wishy-washy about that, but right. if, if they're confident, like you said, Katie, they're good to go. Awesome. Well, that's gonna be it for episode twelve. That was a nice, sweet, Keeping and short. It short. Yeah, I like it. I like this. Short Finding and sweet. the right agent is that easy. It's that easy. That's simple. And if you always have any, if you have any questions, want to find the right about finding the right agent, or you've already found them because we're right here. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> um, I have a podcast. Hashtag shameless plug. Uh, always feel free to reach out to us. You can find Katie and I on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at uh, Ryan Realty Pro and on Instagram and on Twitter. And you'll find me on Facebook as KT Realtor, um, on Instagram, Twitter. Everything. Everywhere you can yeah. possibly think of. Just look for Ch I'm there. Katie Realtor. That's kind of scary. Don't do that. Everywhere. <laughs> Well, have a great day. Thanks you guys for listening.